0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hello, and welcome to The Jarek Show, Episode 2, your weekly recap of all things security and technology. I'm Javad Malik, and alongside me is... Eric Eric. Grone.
1: That that was well done.
0: Yeah, we kind of, like, missed up that that last bit, but that's that's good. Yeah,
1: yeah. Kind of goes along with our theme here, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, you know, Javad... um, as you said, we're we're kind of covering some security topics every week, and this week there was something that really stood out to me that I want to cover, and it has to do with Facebook scams, right? So we're in the middle of the COVID nineteen pandemic, um, people are losing their jobs, they're worried about things, and what I've seen, I, I saw it three times in two days in the uh, in Facebook was some ads that came up, and they purported to be some retailer that was going to give families one hour of shopping within their organization for free. Uh, One of them was Walmart Grocery. One of them was Lowe's, which is a home improvement store here, Um, and I don't remember what the third one was, but I thought it was pretty interesting, and when you follow that page, when you follow that uh, to the page that's supposed to be uh, putting this up, uh, one of them, like the Lowe's one that I went to, it had been online like 14 hours, something like that. Had about 5,700 followers, I think, and that post had 15,000 likes and a whole bunch of of you know reposts. It was amazing to me. So, what I did is I clicked on it real quick, went in, and what it did is it took me to another site, and this other site was. uh uh, uh, let me step back a second the way it works is you're supposed to share this and like it and then you get entered into this thing and then there's a verification link on the bottom when you click that it takes you to another site that site says hey we're going to give you a couple hundred bucks free um just for having done this you're still registered Um, Do you want to do it? And then you run through this other thing and it's a questionnaire and they start asking you questions. And then that one actually takes you to another one. And it's this kind of rabbit hole that it goes down of grabbing all this information. I thought it was really interesting. I saw it so many times and I saw friends and family reposting this on Facebook. Uh, I wanted to touch base on just that different kind of a scam that we're seeing.
0: Yeah, I I think the the number of likes and shares that it's got. I think there's someone whose true calling was in marketing, who's wasted a life of crime. They should go to Silicon Valley. They'd be on six figures easily.
1: Yeah, you know it's amazing how quickly that stuff spreads, and it spreads like wildfire. It really does. So, you know, anytime that they can they can tap into someone's emotions uh, at this point in time, that's that's what they're doing, and it's working Mm -hmm. very well. So, what do you got, Javad? I got something that's not COVID 19 related Uh, you're familiar with bitcoin i've heard of it yeah
0: yes so um many sites um their uh, addresses are converted into qr codes it saves people having to retype the the long address in every time so they just scan it so a scammer has stolen more than forty five thousand dollars worth of bitcoin in the last month by tricking people with uh fake qr code generators so nice. uh, it, it was running across nine different websites according to uh, the, the the researcher that found it um so what it does is it doesn't actually generate a new code it just gives that scammer's bitcoin address as a qr code so people that were spending money or transferring it it was all going to that scammer and not to their own one so it's 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 nothing groundbreaking nothing new but it just goes to show once people adopt a certain technology and they get used to it that the sort of defenses go down a bit and without thinking it's very easy to just say, oh here it is generate scan let's move on and not think about it and yeah you can get stung that way
1: Yeah, not gonna lie, you know, QR codes have been around for quite some time. As a matter of fact, when I worked for ISC Squared, we had some discussions about whether or not we should do QR codes for certain events and stuff like that. Um, Truth is, they're pretty dangerous because you can't see where they're taking you. You can't really hover things, right? So it's a great way, uh, and a lot of cameras just pick it up and boom, it takes you there. Uh, It's a great way to kind of do that. It's, It's a pretty interesting angle to take on that. So it's good to know, be careful around QR codes. Um, now my, my last topic that I think I want to talk about today had to do with, uh, a story that I saw, um, last night, uh, and this was about Google blocking COVID-19 phishing stuff. The, the story said that they're blocking 18 million COVID-19 phishing emails per day, per day, um, out of about a hundred million total phishing emails per day. And this is Google. Right, they're not the biggest email provider, right? Uh, not near, not near as big as like Office 365. So that's pretty eye-opening. The other thing they put in there was they block about 240 million scam emails per, or not uh, spam emails rather, per day. Um, that's dude, that's a lot of emails being blocked that are absolute garbage every single day from only one of the email providers so it kind of puts it into perspective just how bad this phishing and spam problem is out there you know when they designed the internet they you know they didn't design it to be secure to do all that kind of stuff it was designed for redundancy and sure enough it, it works through a lot of outages but man uh, in, in retrospect it would have been nice to develop uh, a little bit more secure way to send these kind of messages.
0: Yeah, but it, it just also goes to show the return investment is is there for the scammers. They just literally costs nothing to send one, whether you're sending one email or 5,000 emails. It doesn't really cost you anything. There's no real added cost to it. So it's very easy for you once you've got the laptop and the internet connection to just churn these things out. And, you know, who cares if 80 percent, 90 percent are getting picked up by spam filters, that's fine. There's still a percentage hitting people's inboxes, and that's still a large enough population to generate a revenue from.
1: Yeah, last time I looked on the dark web, um, it was uh, sixty-five dollars to send fifty thousand emails through a service. Wow! I mean, that's nothing, right? So the so the ROI is huge if you can just hit one person. Um, it, it's pretty it's pretty brutal, actually. So, all right, what do you got? So
0: final one, again, it's not a COVID-19. I think we're doing the, you're doing the COVID-19 related stuff, I'm doing the not ones. This is um, uh, ransomware related, and you're probably familiar, uh, when I say you, I don't mean you, Eric, I mean the listeners, viewers, all three of them are probably familiar with the Maze ransomware, which um, was one of the first ones we saw, which was uh, ransomware, but also they'd steal your data in the background, and like, hey, if you don't pay up, we're going to release your data as well as not give you your uh, decryption keys. Um, but today we've seen like three additional families also adopt the same MO. So um, there's the Revol, Revol, Revel, Rev- Rev- yeah. uh, R-Evil, Nem- Revol, yeah, yeah, R-Evil, Nempty, and Doppel Paymer. So they all now include the same style of pay or will publish tactic so ransomware it's like our colleague Roger he he said a while ago and you you said this as well uh, ransomware has tr- well and truly evolved from that pure just pay up uh, to now hey we're going to extort you and your customers and we've got your data it's it's a big big issue so simply having backups is not enough uh, you've you've got to be really on it to try and prevent it with that layered approach so make it difficult for those spam or phishing emails to reach the inbox harden your users so that they they don't fall for it and then have those detection controls in background that can hopefully orchestrate some some response once they see something like this in action but that is really difficult to do
1: yeah you know i never thought a dlp is having to be a part of your ransomware defense (laughs) um, but that's definitely there now and um i also saw one for uh ryuk it was a, a Ryuk stealer too that was cool. that was being downloaded as well. I don't know how much in the wild that's going, but I've seen that. So yeah, this is the new approach, really. Uh, and we saw the first time I saw this being threatened was back in late 2016 when the San Francisco light rail system got hit. Um, they, when the bad guys realized they weren't going to pay, they turned around and said, well, we exfiltrated 32 gigs of data, something like that, <clears throat> and said, if you don't pay, we're going to dump it. And, um, luckily the, the light rail system said, yeah, no, you didn't. And, uh, they called their bluff, but fast forward a few years now. And it really, like you said, started happening. And maze was the first one that we saw definitely doing that. Um, but that's going to be the new normal when it comes to ransomware and so you're right i mean having those preventative measures there um you know and the defensive measures for the dlp is going to be more important than ever and you know i you and i we both agree the human factor right it it shouldn't have to be that the humans are the ones being tasked with keeping an eye on this stuff i really wish it wasn't like that Um, unfortunately in the real world it is right uh the the technology Again, you're you're talking about hundreds of millions of emails coming in every day. The technology, even if it blocks 90% of it, which is on the high end, um, that still leaves a whole crap load that's getting to people's desktops. So, no, I I definitely agree with you on that. And it's an interesting thought. We're going to have to see how ransomware plays out. And if we can get ahead of this certain piece, like we were getting better at recovering from just traditional ransomware
0: that's right i think that's a cheery note to end it with so
1: yeah absolutely thanks for joining us here um you can follow me on twitter at erichkron javad
0: and me on twitter as j 4 vv 4 d any last passing words of wisdom eric
1: No, just be safe out there. You know, take care of yourselves. Um, I'm going to do the COVID thing again, but we're all kind of trapped at home. There's all kinds of tension going on. Don't forget to take care of yourself. Take some time out. Take a deep breath. Um, You know, try to just normalize as much as you can.
0: Easier said than done. Stay secure, my friends.